Create with Franz Sydney. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. Welcome to Create with Franz. We're here today with Victoria Amador coming from a really nice, sunny and wonderful and warm Florida, quite the opposite of what we have in, um, in the UK where I am now. And uh, Victoria is going to talk about her soul healing tribe and how she can get people out of a lot of problems, including depression. So welcome to the show, Victoria. Thank you so much Fran, for having me here. I'm excited. It's going to be so exciting. I was just going to say, because you know so much stuff and the regression techniques and the shamanic experience and hypnosis and counseling and all these qualifications and everything. But let's go straight to the case because I've been talking to Victoria, guys, about this guy who had all sorts of problems, nighttime problems, data problems, depression, no purpose. What was going on in this man's life? Off you go. It's all for you now. Sure. So let's call uh, him JC for the purpose of this conversation. So JC came to me after having a lot of issues with, out of nowhere, having repressed emotions come, memories out of nowhere. It was just like an invasion in his brain. And he just went down a very dark path from having thoughts of suicide to feeling like maybe it's best for me to leave my family because I'm just useless. So he was feeling very uh, hopeless and helpless. And the situation got worse because he couldn't sleep. And you know, when you don't sleep, you don't get rest. So the nightmares were always about being killed or killing people, family members, and so on. So it got really disturbing. And he went through the traditional medical providers to see what what happened what what is going on with me and they everything showed up fine he thought maybe he was having a heart attack maybe he was having a stroke maybe something was wrong with his brain they did a lot of ct scan and nothing was helping um so eventually they they found me and we started working with the nightmares and compared to what happens with psychoanalysis when we're doing the nightmares and we're trying to put some symbolism to what's going on we went straight to the regression work and we discover a lot of things in there from childhood the childhood traumas but from his perspective and from the perspective of his siblings too so not only we went to the age regression to see those experiences but we also went in before before he was born into other experiences where in other past lives, he had killed people and he was killed too. So we unpack all of that. We basically unpack everything that was creating the nightmares so that he could sleep. We also went through a lot of the work to understand what's happening with the lack of vitality, the the motivation that was there in life for his business, his family and so on. And as well as the disconnection, feeling I don't belong here this is not where I belong. So there was a lot to, to be worked on yeah. through. And we, that, we did that with a few sessions in order for us to, and we use a combination of the shamanic healing as well as the regression work. So it was a combination of things that we did in order for us to help him. Mm-hmm. And for those who are in the audience, they don't really know what shamanic healing is. Could you maybe explain a little bit about it? Sure. So it can be many different things. As we know, we have um, shamanism throughout the whole planet, right? So it depends 
on the background, but my background is in spiritual shamanism from the Dominican side as well as the native side. So we do use some plant medicines such as Jave in order for us to ground ourselves or to journey and understand things that normally we wouldn't want to address. So for those that are listening, looking into Rape, uh, you can spell it H-A-P-E-H or R-A-P-E-H. And that is a medicine that is um, pretty well known now on the Western side. And people can really go in their bodies or outside of the body, depending on their intention for the, for the session, for the um, therapy session in that moment or the shamanic session. And it helps us, the, the energy of the rapé has a master spirit that helps us really go in and understand what is it that I'm not willing to see in this moment? What is it that I'm not willing to feel that I have to feel? And it's like a punch. I see. So it's like a biochemical reaction that happens and also has an effect on your spiritual part. Absolutely. So the, my work is really working on the spiritual side so that we can work on the matter, the mind, the spirit, and the soul. So I use a combination of the therapies that integrates all of that for the best outcome for my clients. Yes. So you work with him for several sessions, weeks, I don't know. How is he feeling today? He's feeling amazing. He He's able to sleep, which is a huge plus. His business is doing great. I mean, it's, it's mind-blowing what we're capable of. And I think that's definitely one of the things that he learned through this process, that we are superhuman beings and that we can really tackle anything that we, when we really open ourselves to. He did a lot of work. Uh, it wasn't just my, I cannot take credit for everything that he did because this man was willing to go through the darkest things in order to find the relief because it was that bad. It was either put up with these emotions when I feel safe and I can do this work here, or perhaps I'm not gonna be here tomorrow because I don't know, he was too unstable. So it was when you're the, the worst, when you're feeling the worst and there is no escape, that's when you really need to surrender because there there is the potential there for healing. Hmm. Let me understand that when you say he did the work, so what does that mean? Did you give him homework, exercises to do? What was this work? Well, you know, friends, sometimes when people want to do therapy session, they're hoping that the therapist is going to do magic mm-hmm. and that something the therapist is going to do is going to fix me. But this man understood very quickly, if I don't put up with myself and I allow myself to surrender to those dark feelings, Mm. I'm not gonna feel better. And because he realized that pretty quickly on, he was able to go straight into those emotions with grace and really surrender to what he felt to be abused physically, mentally, emotionally, sexually by parents, including siblings. So someone that is willing to do that from the onset is desperate for healing, mm. which normally doesn't happen with a lot of clients. Sometimes you have to titrate in mm. into, okay, can you feel that now? Can you feel this? So you go slowly with some clients, but some people, the more desperate they are because they know this is life or the end, mm. they, they're willing to surrender. And I think you're right in that because I remember talking to several people who, as a result of being neglected or sexually abused, now we'll not talk about it. And if you even mention it, they 
almost explode and, and that's the end. And I think that is possibly the result of avoiding that emotion. And so the body keeps bringing it back during the unconscious moment when we're sleeping because the body says, we want to process that because it's stored in every cell of my body, it has a meaning. And um, so unless we process it, it will keep coming back. Isn't that correct? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I love that you say that because through the dreams and the nightmares, we process what we couldn't process consciously. So when we're sleeping, there is a lot of things happening in our brain that allow us to go to where we are not. And then the thing is that because we're not sure how to process that, the brain will make images, faces, symbols in order for us to put two and two together. But sometimes we don't have the skills mm-hmm. to unpack that. So we need someone to help us. Yeah. Also because the dreams could be metaphorical many times. They represent mm-hmm. something, but they're not whatever whatever is true. Like for example, many times I'm in a dream and I think, oh, that's my son there in the dream. And then I look back, it's actually, that's my brother. <laughs> and so right. how could he be the same person, you know? And so there is something there about maybe a male person in, in my life sort of thing. So we have to understand and, and maybe be guided. So is there any hope then for, for people who maybe suffer from anxiety, which is a major avoidance disorder, because you try to avoid the things that will bring you pain. So if a person has constant panic attacks, could they be that with your technique, with this um, a regression technique and a trans, how do you call that, transpersonal hypnotherapy, can they get better? Absolutely. I think um, I've been working with dreams and nightmares now for almost 10 years. And the anxiety, like you said, is something looking forward to the future and, not, and thinking something bad is going to happen. Mm. So when we go through, whether it is through dreams or nightmares or simply an emotion or a thought that we have, we can regress the person to the origin of that experience. And most of the time it's going to be in childhood. Sometimes it's going to be in past life or in between life. So. It's, it's exciting always because we don't know where we're going, but we know that the process is going to take us to beautiful healing experience. Yeah. So that's great. So you have anxiety, you have depression. Is there anything else that can be unpacked using your methodology then? Really, when, you know, I think one of the things that a lot of people have issues with is what is my purpose in life? Mm. What is the, what's the point of being here? Mm. And what I will ask those people that don't know is what do you feel when you don't know what is your purpose in life? And that is going to give us the key to regress you to the origin of this challenge that you have. So that when you know and you release those emotions, those the fogginess, the confusion, whatever it may be, then you have access to really see and understand what is your purpose in life. It's, again, it's, it's magical work when we work on, on regression and past life and age regression. <laughs> it's incredible. Um, what if a person then comes to you but they actually don't believe in life regression, but we still want to be better? So. Yeah, they don't have to. The, you know, the most, the unconscious reality is the most real reality we have. Whether we believe or no, it doesn't matter because sometimes if we can say, let's pretend it's a metaphor then, if you don't believe in past life, you don't have to believe in past life. You don't even have to believe in age regression, right? Because some people don't want to go there, 
but you when you do this enough you learn to guide the client in a way that when they get there it's all coming from them it's not something that is coming from me so the emotions that come with that experience they cannot deny and and it can become very spiritual as well because then they're like wow i didn't even know this was possible Hmm. so i do have a lot of clients especially the medical providers doctors psychiatrists psychologists they don't believe in past life but when they started doing this work with me they're like i didn't even know this was possible Hmm. so it's like it's a conversion process like this is happening so i can't deny that is happening to well them. it's their emotion and everything comes from them it's nothing that i'm saying that it's going to give them i'm not leading the client to anything i'm just guiding them to experience and feel in their body what's happening with them because within our body we have like you said we have all the memories the consciousness of the entire planet and the universe is within us so when we go through the regression work based on our feelings and sensations we can go to other places that we don't even know are possible, that we don't believe that they exist, hmm. but they having an effect on us here now. And that's all we're doing. And that's the thing, the emotions are still there, whether we like it or not. Did you experience yourself with shamanic regression in your life? Absolutely. Is, yeah. is that how you came into the, to the world of it? I started in experimenting with how do I unite both my shamanic aspect with the <laughs> therapy work. And then I started going into the dream and nightmare and how do I unite all of them in order for me to experience what I needed to experience so that I I wanted to create something that was going to take us from doing two, three, four, five years of therapy work to do it in three, four months. So I started experimenting myself before I started using this technique with my clients. Wow, that's incredible. That's a very good thing. So I hope that you were able to remove any emotional blocks or anything bad that was happening. <laughs> Everything is a lesson for sure. <laughs> that's incredible. So um, I know you were talking about giving some tips uh, to people who are not feeling well. So there's your time to shine a little bit more light and, and help the audience in case they want to take action, but they don't know what can we do today. Yeah, well, you know, I, I always like to tell people when we are hopeless and I suffer from hopelessness in childhood, when we're hopelessness, we don't know that we're hopeless. We don't know that we have depression. So when we are feeling good, you know, you have those moments when the relief periods, when we feel like, oh, okay, life is okay. I can do this. That's when we really need to seek help. Because when we start going down and we start feeling hopeless again, it's a little too late. You really do need to take action when you feel clear um, and you have that relief period. I also always like to do the mental bank account and the bank account looks very simple, like a bank account. What are the positives that I experienced today and what are the negatives that I experienced today? Where did I compromise my energy today? And at the end of the week, when I took, um, record of this i was like oh my god <laughs> i'm living a lot of darkness so i had to start working myself for myself on these issues and also with other therapists i do uh, a lot of um, self-development work for myself too and i realized that there was so much 
confusion and darkness in, in those experiences. So the bank account can give us an overview, especially if you're not sure what's going on with me. Why do I feel this way? That was going to be like a cheat sheet, similar to recording your dreams and nightmares. There is so much um, that your spirit is trying to communicate with you through those dreams and nightmares. And by diving deep into those dreams and nightmares and taking that to your therapist, if you're going to seek help or if you're going to go to any type of shamanic healer, um, if you're going to do plant medicine, bringing in those experiences can help your spirit work with you so that you can release yourself from where you're stuck, wherever your soul fragmented, we can navigate through those dreams and nightmares and you can do it yourself too if you meditate. So where did I compromise my energy today? Let's do an account for today. Where do I feel that I wasn't authentic with who I'm supposed to be? And what do I feel in my body when I'm not being authentic with myself? And you, sometimes we're gonna feel butterflies, sometimes in an east. So you can, whatever it is that you're feeling, then simply ask yourself, I'm gonna ask my spirit now to come back to me now. I'm going to be, I'm gonna work harder to become more uh, authentic with who I'm supposed to be, but I'm gonna call you now. Recuperating all those fragments that we leave sometimes throughout the day in different places, when we're having an argument, when we know that we shouldn't be doing something that we're doing, mm -hmm. we leave in little fragments. So ask them to come back, invite them to come back. Well, thank and you. That, that, that was a good point to be aware. That's right. Where was going on? Next one. <laughs> I'm ready. The next one, I, th I think I'll, I'll go a little more traditional for those people that, that like a little bit of the traditional stuff. One of the techniques that we use sometimes when people are very traumatized is that we use the envelope system. I don't know if you have heard the envelope system before, but basically you might be uh, waking up and feeling off from the beginning of the day or in the middle of the day, you can carry a little pad, a little um, car, and you can write, what is it that I'm feeling right now? And you know what? It is no time for me to feel that right now because I have to really go out there and I need to make the sale, I need to meet with clients. I'm gonna write this down and I'm gonna fold this and put it in my pocket and I'm gonna come back to you when I'm home and I can address this properly. And then you go into a 10 minutes meditation or contemplation, what happened in that moment? And what you're doing is you're training your body to know this is not the right time right now. I need space right now and I'm gonna come back. But the key is that you need to go back because next time that you do that, if you don't do and you don't do your part that you said that you're gonna come back, it's not gonna to listen to you and it's gonna disrupt you because it's trying to get your attention, right? So that is one that I, that I really love. That's incredible. So really we have to maybe find, a, especially now Christmas time, all this madness of buying stuff, or, and we have to stop for a minute and listen to what's going on inside, because if we don't stop, then these feelings eventually will pile up and will yeah. be stopping us because we might completely crash, feel defeated, and feel literally this weight on our, uh, let's say, shoulders, mentally speaking, that we can't really, we actually might have spiritual blocks, emotional blocks, and not feeling right with something. And um, and that is because we didn't did not spend time to analyze what was going on there. Right, yeah. to honor our spirit, our soul, yeah. yeah. I think it's a bit like having a lot of weeds 
when when there are little weeds in your grass if you leave them there it's all green it's all cute and small and then winter comes and the leaves fall and you see all these leaves and the weeds are there dormant and you're like oh i'll deal with them later and then in in this is very British, I don't know in Florida what you have. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, after right. you have all these soggy leaves and they become a mushy, so you don't want to touch them because it's very uncomfortable, which is what happens with the emotion. And I do like my gardening, so I always make examples based on nature. And so I think <laughs> in the end, spring comes and you think, oh, today is warm enough, I go outside, get a rake and start pulling all these leaves so I can reveal the lush grass. And then you realize the grass isn't doing well, because it was asphyxiating after under these deep layers of leaves. And then you find all these little animals there, you didn't know they were there. I found a dead mouse the other day, <laughs> raking my own leaves, and I was like, what was that? And then you rake better and better, and you see the little, little weeds that you didn't care about. Now they are very big thorns, and there is a lot of work to do, so now you can't just pull them, you have to wear strong gloves, because they are very spiky, it's going to be very annoyed and it's going to take you a lot of time. And you think, ah, I wish I took some time then to stop for a minute, pull out these few weeds, and now I will be fine. But I'm not. And that's, we do procrastinate, do we? We tend to leave mental health to later on mm-hmm. because that's we are busy fine. with life, with a job, a career, a house, a car, a memberships. And then we don't realize our ment- mental, <laughs> our mind, let's say in Italian, it was mente needs the nourishing and clearing and taking the toxic stuff out and when it doesn't as you clearly say victoria it comes back in the dreams and and if it's not in the dreams will it not come back in um eczemas and psoriasis and fibromyalgia because when the body cannot express itself it will come out in in tears in disease in in skin problems in organ blocks because the body's trying to tell you hey stop a minute yeah it's trying to call your attention the best way that it can yeah so we have to be good listeners so maybe a good idea for the new year will be to pay attention and get even huberman lab in the podcast they say get some journaling every day spend 10 minutes meditation and journaling because even clinical studies have shown how good it is to write down those feelings and tackle and then if needed, need right. uh, you go then to a specialist for something, but even just the daily habit of really writing down how we're feeling, that's an incredible thing. So I'm, I'm really Yeah, it again. helps process what we're feeling, right? And yeah, so it's, yeah. a, it's a way of purging as well. In, in shamanic, we, yes. we say we're purging, whether it is mucus, sometimes gas, urine, fecal matter, but writing it's a purging way because we're also integrating what's coming through our spirit and soul yeah it is in fact this experiment they were doing in a, a clinical research at stanford was exactly that they had to write down everything they couldn't just think they had to write it and in the end of this i don't know, I don't know it was 15 minutes a day every single day and after that period of time like a month they just felt there was a big shift there and so I think that's the big thing, allowing this neuroplasticity to happen at the same time. So it's good to see all this stuff coming together, the holistic medicine, the hypnosis, the writing, the guided meditation, all, all coming together because we as humans are coming back to understand we are not made just by a body, we don't need just food, but we need nourishment for the soul and, and that is beautiful to, right. um, to nourish that soul. 
Yes, absolutely. Oh, that's good. So that was so good to talk to you, Victoria. So thank you so much for being with thank us. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad you had me. Thank you so much. I have fun. Yeah, no, it's good to talk about this stuff. And uh, we're going to put links about all the websites for Victoria. If you want to ask her any question, she's just there, ready for you. If she's in Florida, so you have US time. Is it Pacific time? What, what time is that? Eastern time. Eastern time. <laughs> I have no idea. It's like some kind of time there. <laughs> yeah, I work with clients all over. So it, yeah, it doesn't so matter. you do work on Zoom and whatever else. So that's fine. That's so right. thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this episode. Thank, thank you. you. For any more about shamanic healing and the trans let me just understand this transpersonal hypnosis right that's right <laughs> very very personal and thank you everyone for listening to this if you are logged in into your youtubes now and you are listening to the episode you liked it why not sharing it right now just share it like it and even write the review as you're already logged in is a lot easier Put five stars. We really love this episode. And what did you love about the episode? Or what can we talk about next? That would be so good to help us so that more people can know how to create the life that they want. So thank you, everyone. And I'll see you all soon. Take care and bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. You've listened to Create with France Sydney.